When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning. It's a pleasure to be here, being our first show with Sustainable Success. I want to welcome all the uh, listeners today. We've had a lot of information that's put out there about the show and excited for everyone to be listening today. For the purpose for today's show, since it's a debut show, it's just going to be me. And what we're going to do is just going to more or less outline what sustainable success is and what the purpose of this show will serve you as the entrepreneur, business leader, sales professional, or an employee in a company. And this also will apply to companies holistically as a whole as well. And we're going to be covering a wide variety of different topics uh, related to sustainable success, what it means to you, and how to go about obtaining it if you're currently not in that area at this point in time. So again, I want to welcome you. Uh, I'd like to uh, point out a few housekeeping items before we start. Again, my name is Chris Salem. I'm your host of Sustainable Success, part of the Voice America Influencer Channel. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Prospeneur. Uh, we will also have a Sustainable Success group forming soon. And then also my personal page is Chris Salem. And if you, we are not connected, please uh, reach out to me. We'd love to connect because we'll have a lot of great content that we'll also be sharing offline uh, to the show and then anything from the show we'll also be sharing there as well so if you can't tune in live you can get information there and then also on demand uh, at the voice america influencers channel to listen to the show uh, on demand so great i'm welcome uh, everybody that's here so a lot of people ask me what is sustainable success what is the word sustainability what does that mean So let's start off with what the definition of sustainability is. Sustainability is the capacity to endure, to be diverse and productive over time, exhibiting the potential for long-term maintenance and well-being. So again, think about that. If you're an entrepreneur, business leader, sales professional, or just, you know, an employee looking to Really take your business and personal life to another level. Think about the, what that means to you in terms of sustainability. And there's a couple things that I, a couple words that really stick out that you really need to look at. And I'm going to point that out to you here. So we talked about you know what this definition. It points out the first word here, diverse. And what diverse means is that. Being an entrepreneur, we have to have the ability to provide more than one solution to our customers. That also goes for businesses, business leaders, as well as employees. And in terms of diverse, we also have to be diverse for ourselves personally in our personal life. So think about it. You know, you're looking at if you have a business and you're drawing an income from that business, is it going to be sustainable for the rest of your life? Will you require another income stream to complement that personally? So these are things that we're going to be talking about. Another word is productive. Are you truly productive in your business and your personal life? 
So productive can mean, you know, different things to different people. But, it, you know, it, as a whole, pr- productivity means are you doing the necessary things that are going to take your business and personal life to another level? Are you engaging in habits and behaviors and disciplines that are improving your current situation? Is it continuously adding value to not only your life, but to most importantly, others around you? Does it have an impact on them? That's really important. And then the last word here that we, we want to point out is well-being. Now, as you saw the title of the show, why is sustainability important to business success? Well, think about it again, well-being. This is a word that a lot of times people don't really understand how it relates to sustainability in their business as well as their personal life. And this is something that a lot of people, entrepreneurs, business leaders, sales professionals, and so on, take for granted. They feel that well-being and their business are two separate things. That if I'm putting all these resources and time into my business at the expense of my well-being, well, I could always worry about that later. But here's the secret, folks. The secret is that you should be focusing on your well-being to improve the quality of your business and the value that you add to others. That's what's really important here. And we're going to be talking about a wide variety of different topics related to uh, wellness, well-being, how it applies to your business and personal life. And we're going to have amazing guests that we're going to have on the show uh, that are specific to topics that will address this area. So I'm really excited about that. So again, this show today is strictly going to just be me outlining some of the key areas of what sustainability is as it applies to success. So everybody listening today and listening going forward will have a better foundation in terms of what this show is going to do for them. Okay. Well, great. So let's start with with now. I want to talk about sustainability as it applies to you personally. You, the entrepreneur, you, the business leader, you, the sales professional, you in whatever vocation that you participate in, you as the person itself. So sustainability, again, starts with your well-being. So when you look at well-being, what does that encompass? Ask yourself that. Really ask yourself what that what well-being encompasses to you. Does that mean just eating right and exercising? Well, yeah, that plays a very important role, but it's more than that. There are eight pillars of wellness, and this is going to be an area that we're going to uh, discuss on some future shows, so please listen in. But we'll touch on the surface from a macro level today. So when we talk about the eight pillars of wellness for well-being, there are eight, and the eight are as follows. There's social wellness, there's emotional wellness, there's physical wellness, which we just discussed briefly here. There's spiritual wellness, intellectual wellness, occupational wellness, and environmental wellness. So as you can see there, when any of these pillars of wellness are not in balance, do you think that they would have impact on the others? Ask yourself that. Think about if you're going through a life crisis, you're going through a divorce, 
you're going through, maybe there's, there's been a letdown in your business. You've lost a few customers. Do you feel that's going to affect your emotional well-being on some level? Well, sure. However, if your, if your wellness was in balance, and yet you were doing the work necessary to keep that emotional wellness in balance with the other seven pillars, you would be able to work through that effectively and more efficiently. But if not, that could have impact on your emotional wellness. And as a result of that, that's going to have impact on your physical wellness, your social wellness, and your financial wellness, and then the rest of them as well. And when, again, when, they're, when they are unbalanced, what ends up happening is you're not operating in the flow. You're not operating your, your business to a full capacity. It is not going to be sustainable without having that balance. So a lot of times I see entrepreneurs in businesses overall investing in their businesses, but yet never or very little investing in themselves. So what I ask you is to really take a look at that. You know, investing in yourself is really important. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to have a lot of experts, as I mentioned here, that we're going to be offering you a valuable information and resources that you can tap into to invest in yourself. And again, these could be applied to the eight pillars of wellness, things that are going to get you balanced. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to allow you to be balanced to sustain yourself to the next level and keep it there and be able to ride out those storms as they come. So again, we're going to touch upon a little bit about what social, well, you know, what the eight pillars of wellness here. So let's start with the first one. And when we go to break, uh, we'll continue in the second leg uh, what the other pillars are. So we'll look at the first one, and that is social wellness. So what social wellness looks at is your relationship with others, but more importantly, with yourself. Because if you're going to have rela- solid, productive, healthy relationships with your customers, your business partners, your colleagues, you have to have a solid relationship first with yourself. And you got to really ask yourself, are you really engaged with yourself? Do you really like yourself? Do you like what's going on within you? Are you searching for the answers to any challenges internally or externally? If you're looking externally, you're going to keep you're going to be disappointed. But if you keep looking internally, and we're going to be chatting more about this, you're going to be able to find that relationship with yourself that is worth every penny that it's going to pay dividends when it comes to working and doing business with others. So really ask yourself that, and then you should note that social wellness, that if it is unbalanced, it has a tremendous impact on your physical wellness. Did you know that when you are, let's say, dependent upon others or you're isolated from others, this can have a tremendous impact on your blood pressure. It raises blood pressure. It can raise cholesterol levels. It can cause inflammation in the body. These are important things that you have to take a look at to be sustainable, to have the proper well-being in place, to live the life that you desire to the next level, including your business. So take a look at your social wellness. Be, you know, really look at where you are right now. 
And we're going to touch upon a little bit today and then on future shows of how you could go about remedying that situation if things are not going good there. And this ties into your emotional wellness as well. And we're going to be talking about that here after our commercial break. Before we come back, think about socially. Do you consider yourself to be dependent, independent, or interdependent? And when we come back, I'm going to tell you which one works best. But be honest with yourself and ask which one of those three apply to you. And when you do, we're going to be able to tie that in with the next pillar of wellness that we're going to talk about, which is emotional wellness. So think about it. And when we come back from the break, we are going to address that. So I'm glad everybody is here. And again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show, part of the Influencer Channel with Voice America. Again, those listening, you can find us at Prospeneur on Facebook. We'll soon have a sustainability group, a sustain, sustainable success group as well. And then also my personal page, Chris Salem. And I, again, I, as I mentioned earlier, I love to correspond with everybody listening. Let's connect. Let's lock arms to have sustainable success at the next level. So I'll be looking forward to connecting again after here the break. And we're going to be talking about emotional wellness. So again, uh, think about those three words, dependent, independent, or interdependent. Which of the three defines who you are? And we're going to uh, talk about that here when we get back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Well, did you think about those three words that we talked about? Dependent, independent, or interdependent? So if you chose interdependent, what that means is that you have a healthy relationship with yourself, that you internally talk to yourself and you're kind and compassionate, and you're able to relate and complement that with others. Other That would be your family, friends, business associates, as well as clients. If you are dependent, that means you are codependent. You're dependent upon others to really feel better, that your happiness, your productivity, how you feel is dependent upon others. That is unbalanced. Now, while while independent seems like it would be balanced, and yet it is better than dependent, it also can also work against you. Because being too independent means that you're caught up too much possibly in your ego and you're not able to relate effectively and efficiently with others. So if you are independent or dependent, then we need to take a look at that from a social wellness standpoint. Because again, that could have impact on your emotional wellness, physical wellness, and the other pillars that we are going to briefly cover here in this leg of the show. So this is going to lead us into the next uh, uh, pillar of wellness, that being emotional wellness. Now, I wrote a best-selling book, international best-selling book called Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. And this book was specifically set up to address this particular area because this is an area that all of us on some level struggle with. And when we talk about emotional wellness, a lot of times this is stuff that stems back to our childhood. So it can affect anybody. You could be a CEO, you can be a a successful entrepreneur, a six, seven figure earner, but we all on some level struggle with our inner critic. Now with the inner critic, there's going to be a positive and a negative. And it's a question of, are we listening to the inner, or are we listening to the negative or the positive side of our inner critic? So when I talk about when this stuff stems back to childhood, these could be things that when you were young, there might have been a parent or parents or an authoritative figure that had some type of influence over you, maybe not in a good way, or maybe in a way that you thought was good, but yet on somehow some way that it affects what you do today going forward And that keeps reinforcing the way you feel over and over and over again. So the types of emotion, negative emotions that are experienced as a result of not resolving the root cause to your emotional barriers, these could be anger. This could be shame, guilt, jealousy, envy, or any combination thereof. And often these, often these, Negative emotions lead to unhealthy behaviors, habits, lack of discipline, and 
when you don't like yourself or you don't like other people, even though you think you're hiding that, it, it comes out indirectly. People can feel that. Your clients can feel that. Your business associates can feel that. It's like a radar. Even though the person doesn't know exactly what that is, they can pick it up. So when you are emotionally unbalanced as a result of not resolving the root cause to your uh, you know, your challenge that's tied to that negative emotion, this is going to have a, a tremendous impact on the quality of your life and how your business sustains itself going forward. So think about it. If you're currently right now struggling in a particular area, you may be aware of what the struggle is. Maybe perhaps you're not able to get to the next level in your business. Maybe perhaps you're not able to get a certain type of client. Maybe that you've lost a few clients or you're just not able to break new ground in the, in the industry that you serve. But again, instead of looking at the problem from a business perspective, begin to kind of look internally what may be happening within you that may be causing this. And begin to really look at how you're truly feeling. What are you experiencing? Are you experiencing anger? This could be passive as well. So it doesn't mean you have to be overtly angry, but yet it could be passive. Are you experiencing shame, guilt, jealousy, envy, or any combination thereof? The first step with getting your emotional wellness intact is awareness. And the awareness, as I mentioned, is going to come from the fact that you know on some level you are not where you want to be in your business or your personal life. Let that be the signal to start really looking into what's going on. So here's something I like to t- tell the listeners here. The solution to balancing your emotional wellness is not from the out- looking to the outside. There is no external source that's going to resolve your root cause and allow you to have sustainable success at the next level. Are there products and services that can be components of that? Absolutely. But as a total solution, no. This is a process. And the process starts and ends with you. You are the solution to your problem and challenge internally. And also the solution going forward for sustainable success. So really let that sink in. Let it sink in. And when you become aware and you accept the way things are going and accept the way you're feeling, the next step is to really start digging deep to determine from an emotional wellness standpoint where the root cause lies. Where does it come from? There could be many causes to the root cause. Just think about a tree. Now, look at a tree. You can see it from the surface. You're the tree. I mean, you, when people look at you, you are in essence the tree. But when you go to the gr- down to the ground below, they can't see all the different roots that are branching out. Those are the causes in your life, in your business. But there's one root, main root, that all of those causes tie to. And when that root cause is resolved, it is going to eliminate those other causes and allow you to adapt better, more productive habits, behaviors, and disciplines 
that are going to get you to the next level. So again, you need to be aware, you need to be, you need to accept, and now you need to begin the process of resolving the root cause. So how do you go about doing that? So here are a couple things that you can do to do that if you find yourself emotionally unbalanced. I would get into a daily practice of meditation. Now, when we talk about meditation, we're not talking about something that you need to go to some retreat and and be in a in a trance for a long period of time. No, we're not talking about that. Meditation can come in different forms. It can be just simply sitting in your chair, closing your eyes, being in the moment and learning to deflect the thoughts that come into your mind. It's not going to happen right away, but just to get present in your body, be in the moment and to seek the clarity that that will soon come. There are other ways to, to meditate. There's Tai Chi that you could go for a brisk walk early in the morning and just be in the zone. It's walking meditation. There's tapping. The late Wayne Dyer, who was an advocate of tapping. So there's a, you know, find the, the type of meditation that works for you and commit to 15 to 20 minutes each morning to start your day. And in time, you're going to see tremendous things happen. You're going to start to see things clear for the first time you have in a long time since you were a child. And in during that, that process, you're going to begin to see where these different causes tie back to the root cause. Now, when you're going through this process, another thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take your moral inventory daily. You want to write down how you're feeling. You want to write down what you're experiencing. It could be good or bad. There's no right or wrong here. Really, you know, look at that and be honest with yourself. And when you do that in conjunction with the meditation, you're going to see, you're going to become so clear. The problem is going to reveal itself because what's happening is that the subconscious mind has this information. It's, oh, it's been there always. It's always been there. And when it comes, starts to leak into the conscious mind, you're going to be start to get bits and pieces until it becomes very clear what it is. And once you know what that root cause is, the next step is that you're going to want to fully release it. You want to forgive whatever that person or event or whatever the case may be that caused you to experience that a negative emotion or group of negative emotions over and over and over again. So I'll give you an example with my case. Mine was my father. I had experienced anger with my father growing up because he was not present in my life. He was uh, you know, working overseas, emotionally was not available, and was at times verbally and physically abusive. And as a result of that, I grew up very angry, not knowing that it was tied back to him. And as I became an entrepreneur at a young age, and while I was having some success, because my father was successful, so I was basically mimicking what he did to become successful, I was still a bitter, angry person. I was spiritually, emotionally, and physically bankrupt. And so any success that I had externally in terms of money meant nothing. And the pace that I was going, I was not going to live another five years. Now, in my case, it might be a little bit more extreme than yours. But really ask yourself, 
Do you think this could be holding you back in getting to the next level in your business? And perhaps you're not aware of it. So these are the steps that you're going to need to take in order to resolve the root cause to get your emotional balance intact. And I can tell you when you do, you're going to be open to accepting change. You're going to be open to stepping out of your comfort zone to do certain things you've never done before that are going to get you to where you want to be both in your personal life and your business to get to the next level. So again, awareness, acceptance, forgiveness. Those are three key words. And don't think that this doesn't have an impact on your business because it does. And we're going to go into length about this on some future shows. We're going to have some guests that are going to be talking about this that have gone through these, these personal experiences, very similar that I did. But when you get your emotional balance in check, that is going to have a tremendous impact on your physical wellness, your financial wellness, your occupational wellness, intellectual wellness, social wellness. You're going to start to see your life start to get better. You're going to be in the flow. That is going to be a key pillar of wellness that you want to address. So the next area that I like to talk about is physical wellness. So when we think about physical wellness, this is one that's common to most people probably listening. So when we look at physical wellness, we, you know, we think about exercise, we think about nutrition, and that's exactly what that is. And more importantly, before exercise, uh, you know, what are you putting into your body? Are you eating right? Are you eating whole foods? Are you nurturing your body to have sustainable success and that energy that's going to be necessary to keep you there? It's what you put into your body, the foods you eat. So if you're putting in processed foods and certain things that are not going to serve you, how can your body serve your business with the energy that's required if you're not taking care of it? Now, you may be into cars. You might put synthetic oil into your car and so it operates more efficiently and more effectively. But are you doing that for yourself? So think about it. Think about you know, a manufacturing process. Let's say there's a couple bottlenecks in the manufacturing process. Can it still produce a widget? Well, yeah, it can still produce. Is it going to produce as, uh, as much if, if the bottlenecks were removed? Well, of course not. Is it going to produce, is it going to be as efficient? No. Is it going to be as productive? No. And is it going to have an impact on my overall revenue or income potential? Well, yeah, it's not going to produce as much. So think about it. If your body is not where it should be, that you're nurturing that through nutrition first and through proper exercise, both resistance training and cardio, and finding a platform that's going to work for you, how can you think that you're going to have sustainable success at the next level in your business and personal life? This has a tremendous impact on your self-image, your self-confidence, and it goes hand-in-hand also with emotional wellness. So when you got those two working for you, it's going to impact all the other pillars of wellness. You're going to be on the top of your game. So ask yourself, what are you currently doing? Don't think that that is separate from what you're doing in your business to have success. This is very, very important. So something that you have to take a look at. So again, some of the things that you could do is, you know, make some subtle changes in the way you eat. Start looking at whole foods, foods from the ground, vegetables, 
fruits that come from trees, you know, raw nuts, you know, lean meats that are organic, grass-fed if, 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 you know, if needed, wild-caught fish. These are the types of foods that is if they're minimally processed, they're going to serve you better in the long run. Anything that's processed will not serve you. So let me give you an example. You think about chicken, right? What would you think would be better for you? Boneless breast chicken or chicken with the skin on the bone? Well, a lot of people would be led to believe through marketing and media that bone, that skinless, boneless breast chicken is better for you. But here I'm going to tell you that is not the case. The reason being is because is that meat has been processed. It has been stripped of certain nutritional elements that, are re, that your body is required to have to sustain itself in every area of your life and business. So really, in reality, the chicken on the bone with the skin is better. And don't be caught up in all the cholesterol myths about skin not being good for you. I'm not saying that you should just be eating the skin, but don't get caught up in that. What causes you know, issues in the body is inflammation. And inflammation is affected by what we put into our bodies, lack of exercise, and our emotional well-being. If it's off balance and our social wellness is off balance, this is what's going to cause inflammation in the body. So I'm hoping this information I'm sharing with you is going to enlighten you in certain areas of how you can have that sustainability in your life and business. And we're, again, we're going to be talking a lot about this. So again, we're keeping this at a micro, macro level for now, but we're going to dive in deep later. So I'd like to move forward when we look at spiritual wellness. Okay, I, I'm right now covering some of the key pillars of wellness first. And then on the back end, I'm going to do the ones that, you know, you need to focus on, but they're not going to be as important. So spiritual wellness is what exactly what you think of that is. You know, what is your faith? You know, you might be tied to a certain religion. You might be uh, just spiritual in general. You know, you're into meditation. It doesn't matter what your faith is. It all comes out the same in terms of what you're looking to become. And what you should be looking at is when you're having faith in, in something that serves you, you have to know that you play a part in this. You cannot rely upon just your faith in itself to solve your problems or to balance out these other pillars. They're going to give you opportunities to do that. They're going to send signals for you to work yourself towards making improvements in that area. But if you if you think that it's going to be done for you, something miraculously is going to be you know, cured or balanced out for you, then that's not, you're going to be disappointed. So the key is when you're looking at spiritual wellness is to really begin to know that you play a part in it. You need to detach yourself from the outcome. You need to have to be able to look at it and go in knowing that you are partners with your faith and looking to get to balance so this could have a positive impact on the other areas that we talked about and we will talk about here shortly. This is very important. So again, take a look at that and really ask yourself, are you playing a part with your faith or your spirituality in making improvements in this area? Important thing again, detach yourself from the outcome. Focus on the process. Process, process, process. That's what success is all about. Okay? 
So we're going to be breaking here um, pretty soon, I guess. No, I guess we're going to be, no, we got some time here. Sorry. So here's what I like to uh, talk about now is another area that a lot of times people struggle with, and this is financial wellness. So when you think about financially, think about where you're at. You know, some of you listening could be very wealthy, have a lot of money. That's not an area of weakness for you. However, when you think about it, the let's take a look at, you know, what you, where are you currently, how you feel about your money is, you know, if you have a lot of money, how do you really feel about it? Do you, does it make you feel good? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel shame? Do you feel uh, envy? And then again, that ties back to emotional wellness. But if you're somebody that maybe has a lack of money and you're an entrepreneur or a business leader that's striving to make improvements in that area, you need to take a look at what is your dialogue with money? And again, this ties right back to the root cause. This ties back to your emotional wellness. So you can see how emotional wellness and financial wellness go hand in hand. And, you know, again, you know, if you're struggling in this area, you have to look really look, look deep here and begin to address what is truly going on and what can you do to go about making the necessary improvements uh, to get you where you want to be. So again, folks, it's not focusing on the external side, what you have to do to restore your credit or to get yourself out of debt or to how to you know, take your income to another level and invest properly to grow your money. That's going to be an important step, but that's not the first step. The first step is to understand first and to resolve the root cause, what is, what is your dialogue with money and is it good or bad? Because if that's not addressed, then we're going to be in a situation where it's just going to keep going on. You're going to keep re- experiencing the same results over and over again. It's going to be like a roller coaster ride. So it's very important that we take a look at that. So let's take a look at the uh, next pillar of wellness. That's occupational wellness. You know, and this is one that, well, a lot of people don't feel that's going to be as important as the other ones I just talked about. In essence, it really is because you got to really look at, you know, do you really love what you do? Are you serving your purpose? Does it, does it define your why? Are you really offering value in, ser- in terms of your services and in terms of how your product enhances one's quality of life or their business? Because... This can kind of go back to financial. I mean, think about it. You could go out if you're a salesperson and you could be selling insurance, you could be selling widgets and making a lot of money. But if you really ask yourself, is this something I really want to do? Does this serve my why? And if it's not the case, do you feel that that's going to be sustainable? Are you going to be able to operate at that level of production for years to come? More than likely, the answer is no. You're going to either burn out or you're going to become frustrated and end up leaving the profession to move on to something else, still searching for exactly what is going to fill you and make you happy. So again, you can see again how this ties back to the emotional wellness, resolving the root cause, and getting that in balance, getting to my why, getting to my purpose. Because when you're operating out of the purpose, you're operating out of the why, 
you're going to be sustainable for years to come and whatever that may be. And you may think you might say, well, hey, this is my purpose. This is my passion, but I don't know how I'm going to make money at it. Well, see, that shouldn't be your concern right off the bat. Really, what should be what you should be focused on is really enhancing on those strengths that serve your purpose and why. And adding value to other people. And when you follow that process with occupational wellness, the money will come. Your business will increase. You will attract the right types of business partners and associates to complement your business. But when you're not operating out of your purpose or why, it's going to have the opposite effect and it will not be sustainable. See, but again, again, look at occupational wellness and how that ties back to the other pillars of wellness that we just talked about. All right, let's move ahead here. Let's talk about the next one called intellectual wellness. So when we look at intellectual wellness, this is really looking at, I mean, what are you, are you investing in yourself? Are you really, you know, enhancing your strengths and your skill levels to sustain yourself at another level in your business and personal life. A lot of times people come back from work, they may be frustrated, they may be you know, holding a grudge against a certain customer or somebody they work with, and what's the easiest thing to do? Well, come home, plop yourself in front of, on the couch in front of the TV, and just kind of go numb for a while. Now, that might be a short-term fix to you, but in, but in reality, is that going to be the answer? Is that going to be the solution? No. So when we look at intellectual wellness, we need to look at things that are going to stimulate your brain, that are going to complement your purpose, complement your strengths. Reading is a really great thing to do. You know, reading things that, that tie into your field of, uh, that, that define your purpose. Personal development. Anything that's going to uplift you and to get you into the right mindset. Puzzles, trivia. These are all great things. A game playing with your kids or with your wife or husband. You know, it can be something not related to what you do professionally, but something that's just going to stimulate you intellectually that's going to have a positive impact on your emotional well-being, which will in turn have an impact on your physical well-being which will in turn have a positive impact in your financial well-being and then, of course, what you do and why you do in your business. Now, when we look at the last pillar of wellness, this is environmental wellness. Now, when we talk about environmental wellness, a lot of times people are going to think, well, does that mean what's going on in the environment? Well, you know, on some level you can, you can say that. But what we're talking about here when we look at environmental wellness is that we're looking at what's currently in your own internal environment. That can be in your office. That can be in your home. That can be in anywhere where you are engaging other people. That could be family or business associates, customers, and so forth. So take a look at how your environment is. When you look at your home, is there clutter all around the house? Are you keeping things that are not really necessary to, or serving you at this time? Perhaps your office has got a lot of paperwork filled up 
and there's stuff scattered all around. So to someone coming from the outside in, they may look at you as disorganized. Now, that may not be the case, but ask yourself if that clutter is really serving you or not. More likely than not. And will that have an impact for sustainable success at the next level in your business and personal life? Absolutely. So it's really important to look at your environment. Is there a flow in terms of energy and the way things are in your home, in your office? Energy is everything. It's invisible a lot of times to us because we can't see it, touch it, or taste it. But it's there. And when that energy is blocked by clutter or things that are not organized properly, that's going to block the flow. And that is going to also have impact on the other pillars of wellness that we just talked about. So really be, you know, take a look at that. What can you do today? What can you do today that will take, you know, that you could, you know, throw something away you know, reorganize something that is going to get the flow of energy working in your favor. This is going to play an important role in what you do. So that is just a, a, a macro level of the eight pillars of wellness and the impact that it has on your business as an entrepreneur, sales professional, business leader, or an employee. And if you have any questions on this, I encourage you to uh, you know, ask me on Facebook at Chris Salem or at the Prosper Newer Group, and I'd be happy to address. Again, I want to connect with you. So let's take a look at, uh, you know, businesses as in general. So here's what we want to do when it comes to businesses. It's no different than what we talked about with, you know, individuals or entrepreneurs, Businesses also have these same problems. So if you're a manager or you're a CEO or you're running a business unit, take a look at currently how things are going for you. How is business? Are you operating at at the level that you want to be operating at? Are there certain things that may be holding you back? So while we talked about earlier everything that will affect you know, an entrepreneur, business leader, sales professional individually. Now, if we're looking at it as a whole with the company, it's going to be no different because again, what makes a company? It's not just the products or the service. It's people. Are you developing your people? And when we're developing people, it should be no different than what we're talking about, what we talked about earlier throughout this whole show. We need to look at, you know, again, developing, not not only developing their skills and providing resources that are going to make them more effective in what they do, but placing them in situations that are going to magnify that to another level. Because when you, you look at companies, and I see this all the time with different business units, they don't necessarily go about screening people to really assess if people are doing what what they're really aimed to do, that their strengths are not in alignment with the output that they desire. So there may be somebody that's in sales that shouldn't be in sales or somebody that's not in sales that should be in sales. So the key is to really align and know people's strengths 
and what they're good at and what can you do to magnify those strengths, not their weaknesses. Because that's what a company and a team is about. It's to complement each other and complement each other's strengths. So if somebody has a strength in one area, but a weakness in another, well, we're going to team that person up with somebody that can complement their weakness and vice versa for the other person. That's becoming aware and becoming aware that there's a problem and that, that there can be a solution there. And again, these, these concepts that we just talked about can be applied here. So think about that. So again, you know, once you've become aware, now you need to accept. You need to accept this as a business. You need to look at, you know, if this is a reality where we're not where we want to be, we need to be open to new ideas. We need to really look at ways that we can improve our overall wellness in our company collectively as a team. It's not going to be perfect, but that we're, we're incorporating, you know, resources and programs that are going to help people to tap into this for themselves. And I can tell you when you invest in people, they're going to want to do go the extra mile for you. Does that mean that they're going to stay with you for the for the you know the rest of their careers? No, may, they may not. They may move on to you know, you know, better pastures for themselves. Maybe you know what? That's okay. Because somebody else is going to come in and you're going to be able to plug them right in. But I can tell you, the retention rate is going to be a lot higher when you invest properly into the right areas to develop your people. And this is going to be extremely important when it comes to your business. So, so when we look at this, you know, again, take a look at as a business, you know, really look at your process, you know, look at your process and really look at, you know, what is holding you back in your process and procedure? Are there bottlenecks that may be holding you back? Because, you know, you look at a lot of businesses operate in the effect of the cause of the problem. They put necessarily, they put a bandaid on things. But are you going to be efficient and productive and, and yield higher returns when you're managing your business from the effect of the cause? No. If you're looking for sustainable success at the next level, you're going to have to address those bottlenecks or what we talked about earlier, the root cause to those problems. So again, it doesn't have to be something necessarily tied to the product or service. And it does. Because that's the same concept applies there, but also to your people. Take that, think about that. Again, we talked about well-being. You know, well-being is always going to play an important role. You know, people have to be on top of their game. You know, when you really look at people and if they're struggling, I mean, think about it. Do you think people are operating at an efficient level eight hours a day, Monday through Friday? No. Yeah, maybe two hours out of the eight. But think about it. You know, what could you do to take those two hours out of eight and get that, raise that up to maybe six? By focusing on well-being, providing programs and resources that are going to help them to develop their skills we talked about. And if they're struggling in certain areas of those eight pillars of wellness that anonymously they can tap into to get help. Don't look at this as a an expense or a cost to your company. This could pay huge dividends in the future for you. Sustainable success isn't about short-term profit. It's about long-term profit. 
as an investor, yes, certain people want to see results and they want to see profits each and every quarter. But if you've got the right plan in place and you need to make sacrifices for a few quarters to have that sustainable success at the next level long term, I can tell you right now, a savvy investor is going to take that any time of the day. So think, you know, think clearly investing in your people is really important. You know, another thing, too, is when we look at companies, we look at internal and external relationships as well. So, you know, we need to develop people. We need to surround them with the right types of people that are going to play to their strengths. And so companies need to do a great job of really making the, you know, those proper matches. They're not going to be perfect. But yet, if you're, you put some resources in developing that, that's also going to pay huge dividends for your company. And when it comes to your products and services, well, it's the same process. You need to enhance the quality of your products and your services. That's going to keep customers for life. That's going to keep customers coming back. So, folks, we're uh, winding down here, and I just wanted to give you a quick overview, again, what this show is about, what we're going to be doing here when we bring in amazing guests to address certain topics that are going to relate to this. Now, again, it's not all tied about wellness. We're not going to just be talking about wellness. We're going to be talking about a lot of things here that are related to having sustainable success at the next level in your business and personal life. Again, I hope this information that we shared with you at least gives you an indication what is to come and what you're going to get from this. My whole, the foundation of this show and why I'm doing this is to really give back. I went through this experience over 19 years ago, and it has had tremendous positive impact, not only on my business, but also my personal life. I have more balance today than more than ever than I had years ago. And I don't have to, I work hard, but I don't have to work as hard to produce the same level, if not better output in terms of production. And my revenue keeps growing. It's about balance, folks, and wellness, it plays an important role. So what I ask you to do, you know, upon listening to the show, or if you're going to be listening to the show later on demand, is to really think about where you're at, where you want to be. And be open-minded to committing to a process that's going to improve your quality of being personally and for your business. So again, folks, let's connect on Facebook or LinkedIn. Again, my Facebook is Chris Salem. Uh, Also, you can connect through the Prospreneur Group. On LinkedIn, my uh, name is Christopher Salem. I'd love to connect with every one of you that's listening or will be listening and this is about you. I want to serve you. I want to see change. This, is, this can change the quality of everything that you're doing in your business and personal life. This is all sustainable and attainable if you are open-minded to commit to the process. And I can tell you right now personally and from the guests that I'm going to bring on that you're going to see this. So I hope that everyone comes back and you're going to love what you're going to be hearing going forward. Our next show will be on Wednesday at 11 a.m. East Coast time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to have a tremendous guest that we're going to be talking about work-life balance as it applies to your business sustainability. It's a pleasure to serve you today, and I look forward to talking to everyone next Wednesday.
thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.